There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hour three, Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment, streaming at MyTalk1071.com, also on the My Talk app. And want to remind you that this year's Twin Cities Pride is going virtual, but they need your support. It's critical to the future of Pride. So purchase a proud MyTalker t-shirt. All the proceeds of shirt sales going to Twin Cities Pride. You can also donate directly by texting TC Pride to 44321. Details at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword Pride. So get your Pride shirt. We've never had them for sale before. No, we haven't. And for people who are asking, we are doing something for the community. We're going to be announcing it on Monday. Yeah. So we um, we're on it. Well, we're on it, mm-hmm. but we're also on it while people are working from remotely and with not quite as many people as we had before. Exactly. Just ask Donnie Love, who I send him a text like every other day. I know. When are you coming back from this endless Mediterranean vacation? Which was my magical thinking I had. That that was weeks. where that's where he's oh, been. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's he's in Capri right now. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Okay, so just um, we didn't get to this in the Hollywood speak, but um, I think you weren't on vacation yet. We talked about um, Sean Hannity and his wife suddenly that announcing that they were getting breaking up oh. after twenty years of marriage. Well, that they had already been broken up. For yeah, they said that they had oh, been broken right. up. Well. He's you uh, interviewed him once when I was gone too. Oh yeah, I told that story uh-huh. about him. How he's all shtick. Yeah, he was completely one different yep. person off there. But anyway, he's he. The reason why he and his wife have broken up, and the reason why she went along to say that they've been separated, he's been having some Fox and Friends side sauce by the name of Ainsley Earhart. Is she in uh, another? She's on. The, she's on Fox. And okay. the reason why we know it because as soon as it was reported. That he was she, getting divorced? No, that uh, he was maybe dating this okay. uh, uh, Ainsley Earnhardt is that Sean's cousin through News Corp called Page Six denied that they were. Oh, I so love it. That's there how you, you know. Go. That's just how you know. So I just wanted to Hollywood speak that. And, you know, he. I hope he paid her everything that she wanted to go along with that statement. Because who wants to look like, you know, the fool? Even though everyone... You know, in the Fox building, know that they were going at it. Oh, okay. gosh. Uh, so, Caitlin Deaver, who's the um, actress, she was, we saw her first met her in Book Smart. Then we just like really fell in awe with her acting in Unbelievable, the Netflix Love series her. with Co- Tony Collette about the true story um, of really the injustices that happen around rape every year. She was amazing in that. Amazing. She is in 
talks to star in the movie version of the musical Dear Evan Hansen. I saw that. Mm-hmm. I she like play, that play. She will play Zoe, who begins yep. dating Evan Hansen after he begins a relationship with the classmates. Family blend. Ben Platt, excuse me, is is expected to be playing Evan Hansen. Well, that makes me happy because he's the one. He's, he he originated the, the role on Broadway. That's right. Good old Broadway. Yeah. Well, they are keeping the ghost light on in every theater. They are? Okay. Mm-hmm. Sunday, CBS Sunday morning had a great, uh, you know, what's his name? Mo Rocca Mo did Rocca. a story about the history of the ghost light in theaters. Well, tell me about it. It's just to keep the ghosts that live in that theater company. Oh, <laughs> whoever knew? Yeah, whoever knew? So they're all they're all going, and then um, uh, also the this is us um, writers confirmed this yesterday, but apparently there's this um, been a very prolific. You know, you never really know who the TV writers never. are. I mean, no. unless they're like a showrunner. Yes. It really is a group of people that do amazing TV. And maybe, they're behind the scenes. Yeah, maybe yeah. you get to know their name. Maybe they come prolific. But this gal was known as a, um, Jazz Waters or Jazz Fly. She was, I guess, really, when I looked at what she's written, also an author and a journalist. She died at the age of 39 years old. What and did she die of? I was trying to figure it out. Well, when they, I was... they're not saying. Right. So I don't know, but she wrote, she was a writer on This Is Us for two years. She was a writer on Comedy Central Hood Adjacent. She also wrote on Jim Carrey's Kidding, that show on Showtime. I've never watched that. She got a story credit for What Men Want in 2019. She co-authored the memoir, of Rapalot Records owner Jay Prince, and she um, also starred. And I watched it way back when was it was it? on VH1. It was like seven or eight years ago, and it was called The Gossip Game, and it was about media personalities living in New York City. I never, yeah, yeah. you would have watched it, of course. Yeah. Anyway. Um, she was just only 39 years old and she was just worked on everything and people, they were just, people were just gutted about it. And yeah, I, I know you always want to know when someone's 39. That's so young. Did the COVID get right, her? Exactly. What happened? But jazz fly, jazz water. So if you're wondering if you were seeing that, uh, who jazz fly is. So she, also wrote a lot about, you know, how hard it was to make it in Hollywood being African a black American, woman. Yeah. Black woman. I have to tell you guys something. Okay, so um, New Dawn Theater and uh, and artists are going to collaborate for a tribute honoring George Floyd. And there's going to be eight free screenings. And it's called A Breath for George. Um, one a day from starting June 14th. And today's the 11th. So what is that? This weekend? Mm-hmm. Um That'd be Monday. Is that the 14th? Mm-hmm. Monday to the 21st at six different locations. And it's um, a collection that was made to honor George Floyd's, um, Floyd's life publicly and honestly engaging and speaking to this moment and past moments and sharing things that foster hope, positive changes. And um, the the artistic director from New Dawn Theater, Austin Van, said on their website, there is value in um, people knowing that they're not alone in the way that they're feeling right now. There is also value in speaking truth to people who have never heard our stories or been in a position to hear our stories. People that we know that are going to be a part of this. Um, T. Michael Rambo, 
uh, Regina Marie Williams, Javita yes. Steele, um, interviews with Sarah Bellamy, Harvey Banks, Melvin Carter Jr., and all screenings are free and outdoors. Oh, so where um, at though? They're going to be at like the Pillbury House and Theater outside, okay. Mixed Blood Theater outside, Penumbra Theater outside, Plymouth Congregational Church. I think this would be a really, and there's two showings at 7.30 and 8.30, so it must be relatively short. June 14th is, is Sunday. Is, that, is it Sunday? Yeah, because so tomorrow it's for is the week. 12th. Look at us. Mm-hmm. Who can even see the calendar? Yeah, you're right. It is Sunday. Mm-hmm. So Sunday through Sunday. And um, I suppose we could tweet this out or post it somewhere, but it's New Dawn Theater. Um, for the schedules. Yeah. Of where we can see everything. I've been trying to get a hold of some of the... Um, T. Michael. Yes. Where are you, honey? Maybe he's rehearsing. Yeah, that's right. Maybe it's a he's... collection of songs, interviews, poems, um, which would be, I really think, a really cool moving thing to bring your family yes. to. So um, that's starting on Sunday. That's like, you know, real live theater happening. Yeah. People will be We're going back. Go. Yeah. People will be wanting to go. Um, well, speaking of just like, you know, things to watch and things to do. So, um, um, do you know who Russell Westbrook is, you guys? Oh, who is it? That's because he's an NBA star, Julia. All so right. that's why we're not always on top of our <laughs> sports news. But Russell Westbrook is the latest NBA star to take some of his money and move it into Hollywood as a producer he used to play for the Oklahoma City Thunder. I don't think he's a player anymore. Okay. But he is going to produce a docu-series about the 1921 race massacre, which I, I never learned about this in school, uh, which is about the Tulsa, Tulsa. Tul- which is considered in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the biggest racial uh, violent thing that ever happened. I mean, over 300 people lost their lives. I think I learned about it when I watched The Watchmen. Yeah. Oh, really? Because that is at the center of the story for Watchmen on HBO, the limited series. Oh. Yes, and it, we are coming up uh, on maybe next year is the 100th anniversary sure. of it. It happened in, I believe, 1921. 1921. And it was just horrific. It is considered the single worst racial incident of racial violence in the country. And it was basically all these black, it was a very, it was called like the Black Wall Wall Street. And over 300 people died and businesses and homes were destroyed. It was just incredible what happened. And nobody really knows about it. So he's going to do a docu-series. And I think it's because... um, I think a lot of people like didn't know about it, and we learned about it if you watch HBO's The Watchmen. Wow! I was absolutely because I, Casey and I were googling. We're like, how could we not know about Tulsa? Right. This thing that happened that was so horrific, and so he's going to do a docu series that will be out next year to cool. coincide with that because that is just uh, astonishing. Um, and then Dakota Johnson is getting on board the the TV producing uh, wagon. I think people are just kind of really feeling like, hey, if I want to have stories made, this is a good way to make well, put we, in my but, money right. and do this. So Women have been doing this, and now we're... We've, women have had to do yes, that. Yes, exactly. Now people of color are yes, going to have to do it exactly. to get their stories told. And so she's going to star and serve as executive producer of a mockumentary-style TV series called Rodeo Queens. Oh, I like that. And the uh, gal who co-created Portlandia, 
Carrie Brownstein is going to direct the pilots. That is a very funny show. And it will follow. I was kind of hoping it was going to be about Rodeo Queens of Rodeo. No, it's it's Rodeo Queens. (laughs) It's going to be uh, about hopeful Rodeo Queens as they compete for the coveted uh, Rodeo crown. And I don't know when it's going to start or whatever, but she's producing that like Kira Knightley is producing this 40s show, The Other Typist. Because oh. she's so good in the period oh, pieces. Gosh, and if, The Witcher, please, when you have a chance. I still haven't finished that. So good. So good. I Holly, still, did you ever watch The Witcher? I did not, but I saw Henry Cavill looking hot. You need to watch <laughs> this show. You will love it. Anyway, they are restarting production in August for the season two because it was halted early in the process. And that was the hot show way back in january which oh, feels back. like four years ago yes but it, it really does it was the winter show that yeah, people you la- were going i started crazy it for. but i just didn't and then the one kingdom and all these there's feels like there's so many ep- episodes that i'm just like all right that's right Julia. i'll just go to something with four episodes yeah. and then i'll be done yeah um, and then they did a little poll over there at BuzzFeed about all the amazing actors and their wonderful chemistry. And guess who was number one? Meredith and Mix Derek. They're in the top ten, but they're not number one. And that's one. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Okay, on TV we're talking. On TV. Okay. Smoldering. Oh, I watched oh, it during Outlander. The, that's right. Yes, Sam, Sam and, and Katrina yeah, Belfi. They are. It's if you've never <laughs> they, watched they it, they are. They have something, but but I love it that Derek and Meredith because that first episode of yes. Grey's Anatomy was everything. Yes, they they came in at number five. Oh, they who else is on that list? Oh, Phoebe Waller Bridge as Fleabag and the Priest. You know that guy yeah. Andrew and the couple from Normal People and um, Dan Dan Levy and. Um, Noah Reed from Poops Creek. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a pretty good list. Anyway, all right, we got to go. It's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Holly. All right. What are we talking about? We're talking about actress Samantha Ware. She is speaking out about why she called out Leah Michelle publicly oh. after Leah Michelle commented on Black Lives Matter. So she wrote this in an open letter to Variety today, and here's what Samantha had to say. When you tweet Black Lives Matter, that would mean that you'd have an understanding of what the hashtag means, but it's clear that it doesn't. She said, does Lee even know what a microaggression is? I don't know. All that her apology did was affirm that she hasn't learned anything. She gave a half ass. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh. This apology was so bad. And she's been so more called people. out since when she was young. More and I and mean, more people have come she out. just sounds like she was just a diva, a play diva. She yeah. probably still is. She's a mean girl. There's so many wow. mean girls out there in Karen's. It's unbelievable. It's like, uh, you wow. know, the other gal that that's called part out of this. Faith I... Sowers who called out 
the mean racist mean girls on Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, Samantha wanted to clarify, and she wrote this in Variety that she's not labeling me Michelle a racist. She said that she simply believes that Michelle quote suffers from a symptom of living in this world in an industry that is tailored to white people. So that's what she Samantha felt said. Entitled to behave that way, mm-hmm. but she said the most heinous thing to her, like she wanted to defecate in her wig. I if you I will bleep in your wig. Ah. Yep. Yep. Was one of the many things ah. that she said. And, then and a that's lot what, of people came forward and well, said Yeah, many. and that was specifically to Samantha. And that's what Samantha initially said about Leah Michelle, is yeah. that Leah Michelle said that to her on the set of Glee. So in that open letter, she's talking about how while filming Glee, that many people brushed off Leah Michelle's prima donna antics. She said, quote, Leah's actions were nothing new. So I guess since it was such a common thing, my case didn't seem like such a big deal. Samantha goes on to say, I remember the first day I actually spoke up and unfortunately no one did anything. They just shrugged it off like that's her. No one was stopping these things, which is an issue because the environment was helping perpetuate this abuse. And that's kind of what it was with, you know, Harvey or, you know, it's like, oh, well, that's just the way they are. Like you should get used to it or you should just deal with it or, you know. Right. That's showbiz. That's showbiz. You stay out of their way and now you know how to protect yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. yeah. So remember, Leah Michelle did issue that apology, not apology. It was essentially sorry, not sorry. We don't even need to it, get it into it. It was a terrible <laughs> apology. A terrible apology. So Samantha, wear her full letter up on Variety.com right. today. For it, Samantha. Andy Cohen denying a rumor that Lori Laughlin is joining the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I saw that everywhere. He says this is not true. Andy Cohen addressing those rumors. He said... That I saw these rumors were starting on Twitter. He says, Lori Laughlin, very nice person. And she's going to have quite a story to tell. And she's always been lovely. So anyways, that's not true. Oh, yeah. I I did hear him say this. This was on his radio show. Yeah. Somebody just called in. and I mean, at this point, is the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills worth Ooh. saving? Ooh. Yes, it is. But Ooh. I'll tell you what. It last is- night when the show came <laughs> on and it was outtakes from old episodes... <laughs> And they had Gabrielle Union in a Zoom box and Dorit, and they were commenting over it. Oh, I deleted that so fast. Ain't nobody got time for that. We don't need to see boring outtakes that didn't even make it into the show while they're re-editing the show. They're re-editing the show right now. There's something going on. Uh, And I don't know if it's with Denise Richards suing them or what, all that stuff, but there's something going on, editing-wise. Did you find out any more while we were... You know about Kelly Clarkson? Is there any? There's no new breaking news about Kelly Clarkson, but that is the big story of the day. We can go back to that, that Kelly Clarkson is filing for divorce after seven years of marriage to Brandon Blackstock. The date of separation, according to the court filings, is TBD. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? What do you guys think that means? Is he her manager? It sounds like it, yeah. He's her manager, and... I don't, I don't know. know. They were a month together, holed up in Montana in a yeah on their ranch. I they don't just know what like happened. So happy, but we are dying to know. And no matter we what, we're on Team Kelly. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, we don't know anything. No, we don't. Uh, and you know, it kind of speaks to the fact that you guys were talking about with couples where, like Kim and Kanye. Oh, we used to spend all this time apart, and now we have to be together. And oops, we find out maybe this isn't going to be working out. So well, well. Yeah, I don't know. Or but maybe that, maybe it's the kid thing maybe she really wants that third baby she's 38 maybe he's got a side piece and she's found out about it 
because she's got time to investigate. Makes me sad. Maybe I don't they know. don't like each other. Maybe they anymore. don't like each other. Yeah. They oh. seem so in love. This one is just a really. She can listen to all her music to get through this. She can, <laughs> can yell since you've yeah. been gone Go at the top of her lungs. Oh, I love her. oh so yes, yeah, she has the perfect soundtrack to get herself through this. Uh, Chloe Kardashian allegedly getting close with her ex Tristan Thompson mm. at a birthday party. Okay. <laughs> She can't quit this guy. Or Or she just wants to be in the headlines. Yeah. Yeah. So this is uh, from a video at a birthday party. This was from Tristan's old teammate, Jordan Clarkson. Uh, They're standing right next to each other. They're having a birthday party, uh, somewhat socially distanced in somebody's kitchen. So what kind of a magic wiener does he have that she can't stay away? I remember the the father of her daughter too that she loved but he dogged her i know he, and she, he, he dogged the woman before, before her. Well, i know. remember lamar odom the on again off yeah, again so he it just, really can't end relationships yeah yeah it's just yeah it might be hard right. for her. take your new face and find a new boyfriend when it's time <laughs> just tell him your theory lauren Here's a theory for you. Julie and I will always mix up Little Big Town and the band formerly known as Lady Antebellum, now Lady A. I get it. We get a mix up. song. Uh, Girl Crush is Little Big Town. Oh, I don't need. I do get those two bands mixed up. We get really mixed up all the time. Little Big Town has the really blonde gal, doesn't she? Didn't they do the pontoon song or something? Or I'm probably mixing them up with someone else. Probably. (laughs) Probably. And one band has three and one has four. Yes, I get those. We do get them mixed up. We do. So there's a theory you can just take to the bank right there. That will always happen. So here is, uh, you know, the theory is, but why have in uh, Asian uh, countries have always worn masks? It's it's like a sign of, I told you when I lived in Japan, it was just like everybody wore masks. Not everybody wore them all the time, but it was very common to see wasn't it's a it frequent thing, and it was because, because of the sun. I thought no, no, Julia is because subways crowded, subways a lot of people together. Like if there was Air a Bonadori, if there was a festival, you wouldn't necessarily see anyone except for maybe elderly people wearing okay. masks or something. If you were outside, but subways in the Ginza, you know, it was at the airports, at train stations. Okay. Common, common, common. Okay. A lot of people. Anyway, the common, theory, common, common. The theory has always been, well, that is that they are trying not to get sick. Okay. So here, this is uh, from Cambridge University. Sure enough, widespread face mask use is the best way to prevent another COVID-19 wave. Sure. It simply works. Um, because for whatever reason, it's been difficult to, I don't know if it's become a political thing or whatever, but... Um, Kids don't want to wear them, Larry. Well, is that what you're you going to say? Saw, no, no. Is I that what you're going to say or who are you going to say? No, I'm just going to say that if everyone would do it, if everyone would wear face masks in public spaces, it would be enough to keep the virus reproduction down mm-hmm. so that we don't have to do another lockdown and we yeah. can slowly get out to our lives. It's helping everybody. Sure. And they've got the... Uh, um, 
the study just said, you know, that this is the thing. If we wore them on a, on the regular and everyone wore them, that would be the number one thing. Okay. So that's why they're kind of going to be watching like in the next two weeks, like with the protests and stuff. Well, because they had happened. the Memorial Day spike kind of happened and they, they're seeing it arise in like Arizona, the COVID and yes. Um, yes. Some other places, okay. So COVID nineteen is respiratory droplets. That is the deal. And I went into two places today, two different Walgreens. Don't you wear your mask? Yes, and and uh, I didn't see anyone that did not have a mask. I would agree. So I don't Mm -hmm. even know if that's because we have to, or if everyone is just doing that. I think in stores, Lori, people are doing it. If everyone wore a mask whenever they went out in public, it would be twice as effective at curbing the spread of COVID-19 as opposed to people only wearing one when they feel like they have a symptom as their reason for wearing a mask. If 50% or more of the population to wear masks on the regular, we could get it even. So anyway, so there you go. Now, uh, do you, what do you think about this? Uh, was that a theory? Yeah, that's a theory okay. because there's just too many uh, people that maybe just are thinking, no, I don't need to wear one. And which mask is the best? Cotton cloths, paper, whatever you want to use depends this... on the situation. Okay. Not scarves tied around your face. Oh, well, people have been doing that. I know. Mm-hmm. If you do like a bandana sure. and you have it tucked in, it's the getting in, you know, yeah, all of that. So... Anyway, this, uh, I don't know if you saw, you know, Casey, when he was in his T-Rex, those kids had masks on I when did they were see playing that. with yep. him. And that was more because the dad was trying to protect Casey because their mom works at a hospital. Sure, there you go. You know, and they kind of are just like uh, into it. But um, yeah, the three-layer mask can stop 99% of anything right. getting through. So that's happening. Uh, here's another one. If you, do you guys know, have you ever heard about the famous marshmallow test? Maybe. What are we testing? Um, this is where, this is a world famous experiment. And I want to say that it was maybe done. I don't know when it was done, if it was done back in the forties, but they do it periodically where they get, it's a psychological experiment, and they ask a kid something. They give them a marshmallow in front of them. I've never as, heard of this. Oh, of delayed gratification oh, delayed testing. gratification. It's been used for okay. a long time. So they've updated what they were trying to do, um, you know, because so many people who read their psychological journals and, you know, know the like world-famous marshmallow yeah. test, okay? And what they wanted uh, to see was, do children have a sense of social obligation towards others. Oh, okay. In this time of COVID COVID and everything else. And so um, what they did is the researchers did this updated uh, version and it was done at the Max Planck's Institute for Evolutionary Anthropology. Oh, for gosh sakes. I'll just call it the M-A-R-S of it all. Yeah, so they Mm -hmm. paired 200 youngsters, five and six, and to take into account cultural influences, they had 200 kids from Germany and two kids from the Kikuyu tribe of Kenya to participate in the experiment. And basically each kid 
um, is paired with another child, and what they and they said, okay, would play some marshmallow. If both of you wait, um, you can eat it now. But if you're willing to wait, you'll get another marshmallow. Okay. Okay. And in the original marshmallow experiment, a third of preschool children tested were willing to wait as long as 15 minutes to That's get a long time to get a second treat. And um, then they found when the kids are paired with a peer, they can wait even longer. Because oh. it's for the good of both of them. Sure, we're going to do this together. We're going to do we this, got this together. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, each child, uh, you would only get that second treat if both of you wait. Sure. And what did we find out? People are willing to do that. The kids rose to the occasion. Mm-hmm. Mo- many more children were willing to delay gratification for the sake of their friend than by themselves alone. I like that. Yeah. So it's kind of, uh, they feel good about this study. It was published in Psychological Science. Uh, that they Even early on, children understand that each of us is accountable to another. And um, so that's why they used the marshmallow test. They okay. were just curious because they knew what kids would do if it's just them Bam. themselves getting one. And that's what they I'd found out. I eat it right out. away. I know. I would eat it right away. But aren't you glad to know that even at a young age? I, but I know this. You know I know this, this from my kids. And I you mean, can talk to them, them about yeah. the sense of social yes. obligation yes. at an early age is something that they do understand. So I thought that was kind of Your cool. actions affect your brothers. I mean, I just did it within my family, with yes. my two kids. You know, if you don't behave, we none of us are watching this or whatever. Then this theory won't surprise you. Playground politics, fun children are more popular and better liked. Duh. I know it is a duh, but uh, it's the fun children who reign supreme. This was uh, they were looking, though, at like, uh, you know, nine to 12 year olds. And they again, I like how they do it. They had 306 kids from South Florida and 306 kids in Columbia. OK, to take into sure. account anyway, different, different cultures. Yeah. And they just wanted to see. And, and the short findings were clear. It pays off in a big way to be fun. Over a two-month period, kids who are perceived by their classmates as someone who's fun to be around see their popularity increase. Right. If you're not fun, you're not as popular. What makes a child fun in a nutshell? Being fun is just, you know. Being happy. Being happy, not being mean to right. other people. Sharing. Sharing, all that the kind games, of stuff. Getting everyone involved and included. And they wanted to do the 9 to 12-year-old because that's when social perceptions and popularity come into account. As anybody knows that when their kid turns like 9 or 10, that'll be maybe the first time they come home with someone they, maybe being mean to them. Sure. Or getting ostracized from a group or their first six. Or they've got breasts and someone noticed. I'm just kidding. I mean, it does happen young. Yeah. You become aware of yourself. You become aware of you. Yeah. It feels like at that age. Yeah. There were only two girls in my fifth grade class that had bras, but we all knew who they were. Who they were. Those girls. And and it was just like they were both proud and mortified that they had them. Was was, because one of them was my girlfriend. Oh. And I remember when she told me after we had the class how the babies were born uh-huh. and she told me i will do that to have children but i'm never taking my house coat off she oh, was in fifth grade <laughs> no i love it a house coat why would i already had her wearing a house coat 
I thought that was so funny because I was like, Mom, what's a house coat? I didn't know. Oh, all oh. right. Listen, we come back. We got the rest of the headlines. Uh, let's see. Just uh, people really are calling this celebrity video. I take responsibility campaign. Gal Gadot Imagine 2.0. People are just not liking they're not liking it's 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 a black and white video like people like Sarah Paulson, Aaron Paul, who of course played Jesse Pinkman, and Breaking Bad Kesha, Justin Theroux, Deborah Messing, Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, it's like people solemnly saying that they take responsibility. Um, I take responsibility, and then followed by a time like Justin Theroux said, "I take responsibility," which. Is, he said specifically, I was shocked at how bad he looked, but for every not-so-funny joke. So, I mean, that's not even really taking that's that not much even. responsibility. Um, but anyway, these actors got to get back to work because they're so solemn in their delivery <laughs> of what they're You're saying. Right. And when you go to I Take Responsibility, because the NAACP is in partnership with it, um, they are. They are. And you, when you go to the website, you're greeted with twin drop-down menus where first you select the offense you're guilty of, and you have 13 options for making racist jokes to explaining away pr- police brutality. And then you choose from four options under the end to make it better today, I will menu. And so they have the you know the right idea, but this video is just... It's fallen flat, Lori. It's fallen flat, it's like fallen the imagine. Flat. It just yeah. feels cringy. You have kind of a secondhand embarrassment. It's just like go ahead and just donate some money. Well, let me tell you what the poll ads did. A-hole. Let me tell you about the poll ads did. They own the twins, you know. Yes. They pledged twenty five million in the fight for race racial justice, and um, in the wake of the George if George Floyd's death. And they are going to figure out what's the best way to help the community and rebuild um, the areas that have been burned down, but also just talking about make, you know, get, let's get some money out there. That's available. We had um, uh, Tony Zaccardi, you know, he's gone viral all around the world. Owner of Palmer's bar. Yeah. Has he really? Oh my gosh. He's kind of been on everything, but so glad, but uh, you know, he, he was like, yeah, when I had the opportunity to buy, Palmer's, I was like, how am I going to get a loan? But he, there was yep. a community organization, MEDA, I think, that he w- went through. But that's a big part of the problem. So I hope that they are able to do things like right. that with, uh, you know, businesses. Because that's really what people yes. would like. Yes, I agree. I agree. I agree. Breaking news today, of course, was that Kelly Clarkson has filed from divorce from her husband, yeah. Oh, and Andre Leon Talley called his ex-boss Anna Wintour <laughs> a colonial broad. Okay. And uh, Robert De Niro, it was interesting. He was on with Seth Meyers. No, he was on with Jimmy Fallon last night because the... Did you watch that I one? did, All I right. did. And and uh, Fallon asked him, well, you know, have you ever talked to your kids about race? Because he's, he's got, got biracial yes, children. Yes, he does. He said no. Really? He admitted No. That he didn't talk to them about it, which... He said he took certain things for granted. Those are his words. Yes. And I was just like, whoa. That seems very... 
It, but yeah, good. You know, I he said, yeah, I didn't. I, he took it for granted because that they were his kids, that they would not, that he wouldn't have to do it. He seemed kind of shocked himself that he didn't. Right. You know, and um, oh boy, that Brentwood school. I remember one time I got caught in the mommy pickup line in Brentwood. Casey and I were coming back from Gladstones. <laughs> and we're talking about L.A. L.A. People are home. wondering, Gladstones is on the beach. beach and we're coming <laughs> I'm just going to, you think the people can catch whatever you're talking about here. I'm just you can take Sunset all, all the way, way down to the beach. Yep. So I would say we were taking Sunset back from this late lunch and we got caught in the Brentwood mommy hell of this the school and my lady on my phone was kept trying to give me directions to get out of there. It was, it was blocks and blocks of Range Rovers. Yes. Okay. Sounds and so, about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, apparently that school is. Uh, they tried to show their support for Black Lives Matter on Instagram. This is how a lot of this stuff blows up. Yeah. You know, this is how the Stassi, Schroeder, you know, there's a lot of ways where people are tweeting their support or right. Instagramming their support. Anyway, they got deluged with uh, responses about what a racist school Brentwood is. Oh, geez. And same with the yeah. Porter School in New, in New York. And um, so there's a lot of people just calling... Calling them out uh, uh, on, on online. On, okay. They're they very, you know, it's a very racist place. Yeah. So. On another note. Yes, dear. Lorene, we have been waiting for three months for these face shields that Lori ordered. There are shield bucket hats. Yes. And they're not, we have no idea where you ordered them from, but I just want to say CBS This Morning did a report and this is something that's still going on, people. Oh, no. Did I get scared? About all the oh. fraud going on with oh, masks no. of any type, sort, anything. I don't know if you got scammed, but they're just saying this is still going on. Please be careful and get your masks from a reputable source. Um, but these weren't masks. They these were, were the it bucket matter hats. They were they bucket were. shield hats. <laughs> bucket shield with the full fr- frame over the face, like. V. Stiviano, remember her? Yes. Who was the lady of Donald Sterling, the basketball guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you mean? So, like the face mask, full shield, like reflective situation going on over your face. Well, yes. yes. You're never going to get them. I don't think I'm going to. Well, and and so I just want people to really, there is a lot of scamming still going on. So please be careful. I got something. What did it say to you? I said, Lori, someone wants me to show up at some. In court. In court. Click here. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Like, Lori, come look at this. Yeah. Um, there's been an uptick in some spam emails. So please be careful, people. Oh. Yep. You know, oh, yeah. Because I got that one, too. Did, Did you? Get you? That one too? <laughs> I'm like, I-, I don't think so. Julia, be like me and delete everything. <laughs> well, or, n- all right. I'm trying. There's 2,500 of them right now. That's a lot we to do, get on. We do have to, I suppose, look at Yeah, everybody have a good night. Thanks for hanging out with us. Job done. Off you go. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 
Adventure X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.